Welcome to the Undefined Good Girls Podcast. A place for all things shattering the label of the good girl. I'm Vanessa, and I'm the big sister. And I'm Kiara, and I'm the little sister. We're so glad to have you join us. And we hope that you enjoy this episode. Now, let's get into it. All right. Hello, everyone. Wow. We are back. We are back. (laughs) Wow. What a time. I was just looking up to see when our last episode was, and it was March 8th. So we probably recorded the last episode sometime in February. So that's the last time we've been here. Right. Oh, my God. Wow. I bet you guys are like... (laughs) Where the hell have you been? <laughs> right. <laughs> we just fell off the face of the earth, but we're getting right back into it. Back like we never left. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So how are you, Kiara? <laughs> I am. Oh, my goodness. I'm crazy right now. <laughs> I have a lot, a lot going on, and I'm just going to blame it on the full moon and being full of emotions and all of that stuff because it definitely was feeling all of those things the other day. I was just like, I don't even know why, but I just need a good cry. Like, I just felt like I had, you know, not anything like bad happening. I just woke up and I was like, I feel heavy emotionally, you know? Yeah. So I've been in that I've been in that place for a little bit and tonight I'm actually going to do a fun full moon ritual nice. for myself to kind of release some things. So I'm really excited about that and that's kind of been like a a, a good kind of look into what my life has been looking like since we've since we last met. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Vanessa, how are you? So I am doing okay having better days i'll say i'm doing better than okay like i'm doing pretty well um especially in the last couple of weeks i've had some different tough tough times that we can talk about of course through this episode and maybe upcoming episodes but i am taking care of myself i am taking care of my health and my emotional well-being so i think i'm heading in the right direction again that i need to be which is great just trying to manifest some things as well and take advantage of uh, what the universe has to offer us. So that's kind of where I am right now. <laughs> great. Well, we should go ahead also and introduce ourselves just in case we have any new listeners or have yes. some new listeners coming up soon. I'm Kiara and I am the little sister, the younger sister, the baby sister, you know. The brat. No, the brat, as they call me sometimes, but um, that's me. I'm Kiara. And I'm Vanessa. I am the big sister, the older sister, however you want to word it. I and they call am, you the thug. They call me the thug. I don't know why. I'm such a sweet person. <laughs> this, is, this is also um, nicknames that our parents gave us as yes. well. Yes. <laughs> She's the thug and I'm the brat. Oh my gosh. But yeah, we're so glad to have you guys listening. If you're new, welcome. We are the Undefined Good Girls podcast. We are all about being open, being vulnerable, being free, and to be your authentic self, especially if you are a recovering good girl, former good girl, however you want to word it. And when we say good girl, that's usually, we're talking about the the definition and the coinage that society may have put on you family is maybe on you, whatever the case may be. 
Um, so yeah, that's kind of the, the goal is to just come and share and create a safe space for others to be their true and authentic self and for us to do the same. Right. And to kind of rise above that label of being a good girl. There's nothing wrong with it, but I realize that we are so much more than the labels that people put on us or the label that we have kind of resigned ourselves to just having for the rest of our lives. I believe I'm still a good person and I'm still a good girl, but I'm so much more than that. And I have so much more to offer other than just being good. I am kind. I'm funny. I'm compassionate. I'm talented. I have something to say. I have a lot to say. Um, so I, I think that's also another thing that I'm, I'm realizing in, in my life right now is that there's so much more than just that. Um, and we definitely want to work on finding that. And that's why we're here. And that's why we hope you guys are here too, to find more of who you are. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) So let's talk a little more about our time away and, you know, what we've done, what we've learned, what we've watched, listened to, whatever the case may be, and just share a little bit about, you know, our time from February or March to now. (laughs) Oh my God, such a long time. Wow. Okay. So let's, let's start easy. Let, let's get into a piece of art or bug, like you said, music or TV show. What is something that like hit you hard in the time that we've been away? Maybe something in all of those categories. As far as book, one book that I recently uh, finished reading that has really been helpful for me and just my health journey, um, because I've had some struggles and like major struggles with health and anxiety. So I finished reading this book called Hope and Healing for Your Nerves by Claire Weeks. It's a very old book. It was written in 1961, I think, or 1962. Oh. And it sounds like it was written in 1962, <laughs> but it talks about the inner workings of our bodies and how we process like anxiety and how we can heal and recover from being in an anxious or sensitized state. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, this was a recommendation that I found out about from watching a video on YouTube about anxiety recovery and like I said I can share more about that at another time um but as soon as like they mentioned that book and talked about how it was really beneficial for them like I went on Kindle I didn't even want to go on like Amazon and wait for it to come in the mail I was like I need to read it right now (laughs) so I went and bought it on Kindle and it was like for me a game changer of understanding and being able to speak to my body and to my mind about like what's happening as things are happening Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's a, a, a book that I've recently read I've gotten into or I watched the show on um, I think it's on Prime Video called Modern Love and I really enjoyed that series. Um, there's two seasons now. Oh, have you heard sorry. of it? I have because one of the one of the characters from Game of Thrones is in it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um, I started watching that and I really really liked it. It's it's really I think there may be like 45 minutes or an hour. Um, I I don't know if they're any shorter than that, but it's a really cute little show and it's based on like true stories. They've changed some of the details and names, of course, probably. Um, But that's just a little series that I've been enjoying. What else? I've been enjoying more time in nature. So I don't have any like specific favorite thing that I've done there. We did have some really nice sunflower fields that they planted here over the summer. So it was really nice to enjoy that. 
and I went like three times. Yes. And I took pictures there. Yes. So yeah, that's some of the things that I've been. Any new music? I've been kind of all over the place with music. So I became obsessed with Jalebi Baby by Tesher. And then there's a remix with Jason Derulo. It's just a fun dance song. I've never heard this song before, Jalebi Baby. Yes. And it's really fun. And um, it's really helped me in those moments where I needed to be upbeat. Um, It was just like a hype song for me. But I also started getting into, there is a lady by the name of Tony Jones. And she Oh my God, I literally, she literally just came up on my Spotify today. Yes, she is amazing and she has affirmations. And so I don't know if you remember, but our cousin Felicia actually shared something with us from her. She has a mental health mixtape. So that's the first I've heard of her and I really love that. But then I heard about some of her other uh, projects and works on Spotify. You can find it, I'm sure, on other platforms. But if you don't listen to anything else by her, listen to Take Up Spaces by Tony yes. Jones. It will, that needs to be like your affirmation listen every day. It has a beat, so you're going to dance, but the words are just like, you're just going to feel like you're on cloud nine. So that's someone new who I've been leaning into more because she has some really great um, affirmations and just encouragement set to music and just kind of spoken word vibes, singing and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. She just came up on my Spotify and I remember the same thing that Felicia sent that to us. And I was like, oh, this is who she is. Cause I've been trying to find um, more like musical affirmation kind of stuff, kind of like beautiful chorus and yeah. some of the songversation stuff that India Ari does. More artists who do right. stuff like that. Okay, cool. That's so cool. So what about you? What art, music, uh, books, if anything, have you been leaning into in this time? So right now I'm actually reading a book called The Lucid Body by Faye Simpson. It is a book about, um, it's for actors, but I'm sure anybody could get something from it. It's for actors who are looking to looking to start technique that is more based in in the body and based in just none of the toxic stuff that we all learned in school. A lot of what we learn is uh, basically like Stanislavski based, which is a good technique and they have different branches of techniques through it. I studied in Meisner, which is a branch of Stanislavski, but it was very toxic and I learned, I did learn a lot, but I've just been on the look for, on the search for different types of techniques, things that don't make me feel like crap, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, And anybody who has done Meisner, you know, you can have really great experiences. I took a really great Meisner class outside of school. That was really cool, but I'm just looking for something else. And so I'm reading The Lucid Body right now. And it's basically about like acting through your chakras, um, which has like, really illuminated to me how I say like most of my chakras are blocked and <laughs> so I'm literally like okay starting from like bottom up and trying to align my chakra so um, I started this week with the root and so we'll keep building from there my one of my castmates in the show that I'm doing right now gave me the book to read and it's just really awesome and I think it's it's I think it's going to be life-changing for me and I'm I'm really enjoying what I'm reading um, so yeah, for any actors out there, if you're listening, definitely check out The Lucid Body. Let's see what what else. Art. There is an artist that I found 
online. I'm in love with her stuff and I'm going to buy my first ever piece of art pretty soon once my next (laughs) event comes in. (laughs) But um, I'm going to buy and so hopefully I'll be able to share that on our Instagram so you guys can see what that looks like. New TV show. If you follow me on Instagram, if you are a friend of mine, you know that I have been I have been wrapped into Game of Thrones. I started Game of Thrones for the first time this summer, literally just on HBO Max. And I was just bored and I was like, ah, let's just (laughs) see what this is about. First episode, hooked, done, taken. And I've been in it ever since. And I had to take a break because one of my baby daddies died and (laughs) it's just been, too many of them have, have been taken at this point. And I'm just like, I need a moment and also I started a show and so I was like, I'm just gonna take a break while I'm doing this show because this is traumatizing. But it is so good. I'm trying so hard to get Vanessa on this show. I'm trying to get everybody in my Vanessa, come on. I just have no interest. I'm not I know, I never I know. I didn't have any interest too, Vanessa. I promise you, I had no interest. It was literally I'm bored. Let's just see what this is, Vanessa. I really, really, I think it will, it will change your life. And I don't have the time or the, for the emotional, like back and forth, like just seeing your reactions about like, oh, so-and-so this happened to them or whatever. I'm like, do I really want to invest in another show that I know is going to take I me on know. an emotional roller coaster? It, it, it is. <laughs> Let's be honest. It is an emotional roller coaster. It's just a roller coaster in every way imaginable. But it took me. It took me this summer. And so that's what I have been um, obsessed with. Very obsessed. <laughs> I've been obsessed with the past couple of months. I'm actually, I'm so sad because I'm. it's going to end. And I'm right. like. Because the show's over. It doesn't, it's not, it's yeah, ended. It's the series over. is ended, yeah. right? Yeah. You just don't get shows like this where it's like, I wish. So many people tell me this too. They're like, I wish I could go back and watch it for the first time again, because the first time it is like such an, it's a full body experience watching it. And I wish I could have watched it when everybody else was watching it, but it's, it's really like, I feel people protecting me. Like they're like, okay, (laughs) they're just like, enjoy the ride. It'll be good. I did get some spoilers. I'm so upset. But for the most part, I don't really know how it's going to end. So y'all keep it to yourselves. And yes. um, yeah, that's what I've, that's really been like the most life changing. And then um, music wise, I'm obsessed with Doja Cat's new album. Okay. I don't know if you've listened to it. No, but, not her album. I've just heard what, oof. you know, has come out on the radio and stuff. I think it's really good. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's so funny. We're getting older and I like, don't really know what people listen to. Like, I feel older, you know, I feel like, I don't know what the kids listen to. Like what's on the radio nowadays. Um, I definitely I, don't know if you don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely like, well, into my old woman, like, what is that noise? Right. <laughs> you know, so. Turn it down. Yeah. I don't know what the kids are listening to. So I was even like, I was looking at my Spotify as I was, as I was, you know, thinking about what is it that I'm listening to, and I'm like, I don't know what is what do people relate to. I guess the 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 most is I think Doja Cat. I think I listen to album. mostly international stuff at this point too. Like that's oh, how really? I probably know Jalebi Baby, even though that's a like crossover song. But 
yeah, I'm either listening to like Afro beats a lot or I want to get into Afro beats. different Spanish, um, Bollywood. Like I'm just all over the place with it. Okay, so, yeah, I really want to get my vibe into lately. Okay. It's really cool. It's fun. Let's talk about your biggest lesson learned. Oh, this one came very recently, and I was just talking to you about this the other day, but what compromise is and what it isn't and how to um, stand in your nose and stand in your yeses. Um, I had an experience where I, it was illuminated to me that someone compromised when they shouldn't have and now the rest of us had to kind of make them comfortable because they shouldn't have said yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually on the other end of that because I'm such a perfectionist and I'm such a people pleaser sometimes. So usually I'm the one giving too much. And I've absolutely done that where I have given too much and now someone else has to pay because I'm like, well, I'm uncomfortable because I did this for you. When instead it should be, I should have said no in the first place and I didn't want to do it, you know? And I think that Oh my God, it was such a huge lesson for me to realize that and to, to remind myself to not do that. And to when I don't want something, when I'm not comfortable with something, just say no. Heels to the ground, no, I'm not doing it. You won't get me. It's not going to happen. No matter how you ask, it's not going to happen. Let's look at another solution, you know? Yeah, I think for me, that's the, the biggest lesson. And I really want to rem- remind myself of that and take it with me for the rest of my life. Nice. That's an important, important lesson for sure. Right. Right. And, you know, so uh, like as a perfectionist, you know, you really think that you're being nice and you're being sweet and you're like, you don't want to make things about yourself and you don't want to be selfish. I'm really starting to be like, oh, no, if I have to be selfish, I have to be selfish. And it's never in like a moment where it's it's clearly there could be a compromise made and I'm just not willing to work with people. But sometimes you do have to be selfish and you have to say, that's not going to work for me. And if you have to go on on your own, then you have to go on your own. But I don't think that's a lesson that I I learned in my life prior to this Mm -hmm. at all. And I don't think a lot of people who struggle with perfectionism and people pleasing do. So for me, I was very glad. I was very glad to learn this lesson and very glad that it wasn't me. You know, like I was like glad that I was on the other end of it so that I could really see and gain perspective, you know? So yeah, that's the biggest lesson I think I've learned so far. What about you? The biggest lesson for me, I would say has been one, realizing how much people pleasing I do have in me. I think, mm-hmm. and that's probably where we think of like the term, um, oh, Vanessa is more of the thug that we would get because I'm one who is right. kind of like, I will say no, I'm not going to do this. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm kind, but I'm not one to just compromise, you know, all willy nilly. I'm more like, I'll stand my ground. But mm-hmm. I think with me, and I believe I mentioned this in the other video, but I started a new job this year and it's been just a roller coaster of highs and lows. And lately it's been some lows and I've had a really tough time. And one thing that I had to do is say, okay, this is what I need in this situation, but what I need might not make me the favorite, might mm. not make me, you know, the most well-liked, 
um, or the most well-known throughout the company like I want because I'm so used to like excelling in a certain way and you know people are going to know who I am they're going to know my work ethic and I've just realized that sometimes you have to make certain decisions that um, may mean that you aren't front and center especially mm -hmm. if that means that you're taking care of yourself so it's still you're putting yourself first and everyone doesn't understand that on the same way and right. so I've had to really take the statement of mind the business that pays you. <laughs> right. And that's where I'm living right now. Like I'm doing my part. I may not be over extending myself in the ways that I have in the past because I just can't right now. My health will not allow me to. Mm -hmm. So um, that's one of the biggest lessons I learned is that you may not be the, you can't be the yes person all the time for right in situations and that may make you you know the one that they're not going to call on 24 7 you may not get the trophy like you want or the affirmation from them that you want to like praise you but you're still doing your part you're still making a difference and you're most importantly taking care of yourself and setting the boundaries for yourself so that's definitely that's and that's so important too in our world of like social media where you're seeing people who put the, the things out there, they're over excelling. And, you know, I stayed up for 48 hours to do this. I mean, you know, I, I'm not even saying this to put Beyonce down because Beyonce is everything and more, yes. but you know, homecoming when she did homecoming and she was saying how she, you know, essentially was like not eating anything and, and working out this many times a day. And sometimes that can be a little bit um, unhealthy. And yeah. she even says in homecoming, she was like, and I will never do this again. Right. And I think a lot of the times we have to realize that there's more in the middle. There's, yes. I think we always think there's like, either over excelling or being lazy and doing nothing. But there's like so much in the middle there that like you can just be, you know, be mediocre. There's a lot of mediocre people in this world. You know, Donald Trump was mediocre and he was president of the United States. He is exactly. also a straight white man with money. But like it's time for, especially as black women, it's time for us to be okay with being mediocre sometimes. Sometimes we can put it all out there but I think it, we can give ourselves a break sometimes and the world will not stop spinning, right. you know? Exactly. And that's, and we'll definitely talk about this in a future episode, but that's what I've learned. Like exactly what you said. Sometimes I can't give a hundred percent and it may not be, oh, today I can't give a hundred percent, but for the next, you know, weeks I will. Sometimes it can be in longer time where I can't give a hundred percent and right. every other group of, of individuals white men, white women, you know, a lot of them show up in those spaces and they are, they, they live in me, uh, <laughs> in the mediocre land. Yeah. But it's just like, for me, that just feels very hard because I exactly know. like you said, I feel it's like all or nothing, yeah. but when your body and when your emotions and mind say, we can't do what you want us to do, you have to step back. Yeah. You have to figure things out. And so that's where I've been. And that's just been the lesson. No one else is making me feel bad about it. They're like, take care of yourself, take care of your health. I am just mm -hmm. like, but I'm used to being like higher than this. Like you mm -hmm. guys might think I'm still doing great, but I'm like, no, I should be way up here, you know? Right, right. So, yeah. Man, <laughs> you're your own worst enemy, you yes. know, when you yes. do stuff like that. Right. Okay, so let's talk about our most joyful moment we've had since we 
last met. Do you have one? I don't know. I have to think about that. Yeah, I have to think about it too. Um, it's hard because I've been away a lot. Like I haven't been with our family. Like you guys have done a couple of like family stuff that I haven't been there for. And usually that's like pretty joyful moments. I guess, well, I guess for me, I have so much joy when I'm around my friends. And so it's not like just one moment, but all of my best friends right now, we're all up in the city and we get to see each other pretty regularly. And um, it's just that little, those little moments when you're all together and you're just like looking around and you're like, these are my favorite people. Like, yeah. I love these people. They are all so necessary in my life for different reasons. And then all like collectively, I feel that we just make each other so strong. And I'm so happy for all of the ways that they're winning. One of my best friends just uh, signed a lease in his own apartment. He's got his Yay. own place <laughs> one, and it's a gorgeous place. And I just, I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy for all of them, for everything that they're doing. And that really brings me joy. Um, so I don't really have like a, a pinpointed moment. Maybe, oh, well, I just did Romeo and Juliet and that was, oh no, but I got sick and I was almost on my deathbed. <laughs> Lord, oh Lord, that was not a joyful moment. But overall doing the show and um, just, I just didn't think I could do it. And not only did I do it, but I think I, I, I'm starting to heal the part of me that wants to self-doubt all the time. Yeah. Like through that, show and taking on such a big role doing Shakespeare with people who just ooze Shakespeare. It's like they they know everything. You can say one word and they're in full monologue of like a show that I've never even heard, a Shakespeare play that I've never even heard of, you know, like being able to hold my own with these people. I I think I really started to crack a little bit of the self-doubt that I have had in myself. Gotcha. That's good. That's always good. Yeah. Um, I, now that you say it kind of that way, I think I've had a lot of different, like, joyful moments for sure. Like, I've had fun traveling with one of my friends and we, you know, did some different things. I had a great birthday that I really enjoyed hanging out with that friend, hanging out with a family and taking pictures. Um, but the most recent, I'd say the most joyful was taking, I took two weeks off from work um a couple of weeks ago now and i got to go to the beach and just spend time by myself just doing like i just love going to the beach that's like my healing place so i just sat outside at the beach and i was in a really nice condo and had some really great food and i just felt very at peace mm -hmm. um another moment that was really joyful for me was um the museum here they had movies in the park or movies out in their like lawn area i guess it would be their park because they have like a museum park and so it was cool to go out there and i watched the whiz on the big screen under the yeah. stars so it was little things like that that just brought me so much joy and spending time with our parents of course just hanging out watching tv or just doing whatever i've really been just having a lot of simple joyful pleasures yeah. lately so i think that's been good for me okay so biggest down moment, most down moment? Definitely the biggest kind of, I guess, low moment for me has been dealing with my anxiety increasing, panic attacks increasing, 
um, having a lot of crazy symptoms that uh, just not really knowing the cause of it for the last couple of months and just struggling, like mm -hmm. trying to figure out, going to a bunch of doctor's appointments and then them telling me not, you know, there's nothing wrong here, there's nothing wrong there and just not feeling comfortable in my skin in those hard moments. Like I literally just feel so detached and mm -hmm. just confused, like, which is why I was taking time off work because it was like, I can't even concentrate on the work in the way that I need to right now. Like my brain is literally fatigued. My body mm -hmm. is fatigued. Um, I'm in chronic stress, chronic anxiety. So that definitely has been the low points of just not really knowing where to start with it and just kind of feeling like I'm drowning in it. Mm -hmm. um, but thankfully, you know, I'm learning more in recovery. I've considered myself like in recovery with a lot of things. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's been the toughest part. What about you? Definitely, basically when we, the last episode after we finished, when, after we uploaded that one, um, at the time I was planning on moving in to uh, signing a lease uh, with my best friends. And then that fell apart very um, suddenly and, and in a very emotional way for me. And it's still honestly like something that's very triggering, but I'm like on, I'm, I'm finding peace with it and acceptance with it, especially as my life is, is moving on, you know? Um, but it was very hard for me. And I spent a lot of my time in New York the first couple of months I was there just fully depressed. And then I went through a breakup shortly after. So I think like February to like May was just a very hard time for me. I, I mean, I wasn't eating, I wasn't drinking water. I was, I was really low um, just because I, I, I had an idea of what I wanted to move to New York with. And I just, I believed like so hard. I was like, listen, you guys, we may not have jobs. We may not make enough money, but I was like, white people do this all the time. They move <laughs> to New York. That was my thing. Like yeah. I, I literally, that was like, if I could have got that tattooed on my body, like that was the one thing that was like pushing me and fueling me was like, they do, white people do it all the time. If they can have what they want, I can have what I want to, and we can have what we want. Let's just all believe and let's just all get it together. And, um, like I said, it fell apart and I'm, like I said, I'm coming to peace with it and accepting it now, but at the time it hurt and I was heartbroken that it just didn't work out. So yeah, that was pretty low. And then going through the breakup, which it wasn't an awful breakup, but it just always sucks when things don't work out. And it was just kind of like one more thing yeah. that didn't work out. And yeah, that's just, it's just hard. And I, it was a longer, the longest relationship I've ever been in, six <laughs> months. So woo. Um, and we're, we're on good terms. So everything is fine. But um, yeah, it just is disappointing that right. something that you really wanted, someone that you really love, you know, just didn't work out. So that was a hard couple of months for me. Yeah, for sure. It makes, like you said, having a bunch of things happen at one time yeah. it makes those tough times like even worse i think so yeah oh my about goodness. my stuff too yeah yeah i will say though i had wonderful support i had so much support from our family and from my friends i showed up on my friend's doorstep when i just like i have nowhere else to go my friend will shout out um and he just took me in and took care of me and helped nurse me back him and daniel <laughs> and um 
you know, it wasn't ideal at all, but we made the best of the situation. They helped me make the best of the situation. And I ended up in a very loving sublet and I'm and with people that I knew that I went to school with. So that stuff really helped. That's yeah. awesome. I love yeah. that. So let's talk about our biggest updates. Mine kind of correlates with that. So my biggest update is that I just signed a lease. <laughs> I'm so excited. You signed a lease where? In New York in City. In New York City. <laughs> That's a big deal. That is a huge deal because, oh my, Kim, first of all, the housing market in New York City is just impossible. It's it is classist, it's racist, it's every ist in the book. It, <laughs> it's designed to for people like me who are just trying to get their life started. It is designed to make us fail. Like yeah. you cannot convince me otherwise. It was so hard trying to do this. I literally have this place because Vanessa was willing to be my guarantor. And we all and then we and and with that we still all had to have guarantors. Yeah. But it, it is so incredibly challenging. I was talking to my therapist about it. I was explaining things to her because she was like, I don't understand why it is that hard because she's not a, a practicing therapist in New York. Nobody. I, I don't think there's any other city that is that challenging. So when it was finally all said and done, oh my God, the stress <laughs> of it all. And it's still kind of stressful. I'm still very like, I really, that's one of the things I'm, Work, I'm probably going to release, try to release tonight is the financial fear yeah. because it's scary having a whole thing by yourself. And with my line of work, I'd feel better if I was in a, a more stable job. I'd be like, oh, everything's fine. Right. But my line of work, <laughs> nobody ever knows. But I'm so happy and I'm so proud of myself. I learned so much from the first time when it didn't work out. And I did, I, did a good job. I found this place for my friends and I, and first we didn't think we were going to be able to get it. And I'm just really proud of myself for not giving up hope. And yeah, so I got an apartment. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's so beautiful. There's so much space and light. Oh, yes. it so good. <laughs> I can't wait to visit. Like, I'm so excited to like yes. come and, and see the place. I mean, I've seen it, of course, in videos and stuff, but I'm just really excited for you because I can definitely see that that would be a place that you all could be happy in. And yeah. just to have that, like, this is my place, you know? Right. So right. I'm glad this for you to have that experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is my home. I'm not subletting. This is not somebody else's house. Like, this is my house. These are my things. I can put my things where I want them. You can get art, them. like you said. You yeah, can put up you art on the wall because it's not someone else's wall that they're going to move right. in in three months again and you got to leave. <laughs> I know. Like, I just, it re I've, and I've been needing this. I don't know what my career is going to look like. There's a possibility that I'll never even be in that home and I'll, you know, maybe I'll be traveling a lot or whatever. But there's just something about knowing a, you have your own space to come back to. Yeah, I think is really important for young adults to feel. And if right. we can feel that, you know, to, to take it, if we can save up the money and, and be responsible and be diligent so that you can feel that independence of you did something for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just, I'm really happy. I'm so happy with it. I'm, I'm in a contract right now. We've got two weeks and I'm so excited to get back. Yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, let's see. So biggest update. I don't have anything that big. I don't think, um, <laughs> I, Kiara is excited about that. I got a new car. It's, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful car it's a beautiful red car i've wanted a red car i feel like i was manifesting a red car i had it on my vision board a couple years ago and so the car that i had was just like a 2014 nissan versa it just started quitting and doing all <laughs> kinds of crazy things and i was like i will never get that car again like i'm over the nissan so um i have now a 2021 mazda 3 it's a beautiful, beautiful red. Like it's I had this hot. guy who was like, and I was going through a drive through and he was like, I've never seen a car like this color. It's so beautiful. And I love it because like, I, it is a very unique style if you have that car or that color through Mazda. Um, but yeah, so that's just been, I guess like a fun little update. It looks so cool. Like <laughs> it's a cool car. It's, it's so my first sweet. car that's like a new car that has like bells and whistles, you know? Yeah. So I think that's what's like fun about it. Um, but I think my biggest update for me has just been feeling like I'm getting a hold on what my body and health needs more, mm -hmm. taking care of myself more. Um, I've lost a little bit of weight, which is good. And I'm just, I'm on my way of, of being yeah. healthy and figuring out things for me. I definitely will have more updates, you know, going along, but right now it's just been, my update is I'm stable. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm like, you know, losing my mind in this moment. Like I'm feeling great. I'm getting um spiritually grounded, emotionally, physically grounded again. So that's my update. Like yes. I'm doing I'm doing well and, and on my way to continual wellness. So Yeah, that's good. I'm glad. So what is next for you? What's next? um on your journey or what are you looking forward to for the rest of this year this year i really so i'm in a contract right now that um i love the people that i work with and i think the show we're doing is fabulous the theater itself it just reminded me that i it's time for me to dream bigger and go farther and so i really am like it's i need to take my life to the next level and so i'm I want to be in preparation for that. Um, I want to get into back into class, start revamping my my rep, my rep book, which is just a book of songs that I sing at auditions and everything. I haven't really redone it since college, so it's time for me to just start redoing all of that stuff. Maybe getting new headshots and everything, and really taking my career to the next level because it's time. And like I said, I'm starting to really crack the shell of self-doubt. Mm -hmm. And so as I keep doing that, I'm starting to realize like I am talented and I have a lot to offer as a performer. And I, I have felt for a very long time that I wasn't. And so now that I'm starting to believe that I need to start just manifesting that in different ways in my life, I want representation. I think I'm still going back and forth about it, but I do think I wanna take my card but I definitely know I want representation. When I say take my card, I mean um, join the the actors union. But I definitely want an agent. I definitely want to be represented by someone, somebody who can, you know, also help me take my take my thing to the next level. So that's what's next for me, um, spiritually, emotionally. I just I'm really growing. I'm so proud of myself. Like I've done some good work, and for a while I was I was just like, when am I going to start to see? the thousands of dollars that I put into myself. <laughs> and I feel like it's 
finally starting to come about where I feel like a new person sometimes and I feel very open. I like, which is crazy because I've never felt so like, I don't know. I just feel open and I feel like, okay, we're making progress. I am becoming a different person. I am starting to leave perfectionism in the rear view mirror, you know? Um, so I just want to keep doing that as well and keep getting to know myself, keep always stepping into my authenticity. And I think one of the, the great things about having my own home, I'll really be able to delve deeper into what spirituality looks like for me yeah. and having my own space. And yeah, so that's what this year is looking like. I'm very hopeful. I want it to be a mix of doing and going hard, but also ease and letting the universe do what it's going to do. Um, so I'm very hopeful for the next, the end of this year. Nice. Love that. <laughs> what about you? In a lot of ways, also becoming more clear in my vibe and the direction that I want to take things. So I feel very strongly that I'll probably end up doing my own thing kind of in an entrepreneurial way. Um, so I think a lot of what I'm looking at is what are my skill sets? How can I brand myself? How can I build a portfolio of those things if I want to go into like being a consultant or doing more contract based work where I'm not tied down to just one place? Um, I've been working on creative projects that I'm hoping to launch some things there probably in the beginning of next year. That's my goal to put some something out into the world that I've been working on. So <laughs> I'm just trying to get excited about my passions again. I'm going to yeah. start uh, taking up art classes, which I have one this Friday. So I'm excited about um, because I'm really into mixed media. So I want to like actually create in those ways. So I think just using my energy in a creative way, because I've always been a creative person. I just haven't always leaned and in, leaned into and tapped into that. And I think that has been a space and a source of healing for me on this journey. But other than that, just continuing my health journey and taking care of myself, hoping for just all the best things and manifesting all the best things, success, yeah. wealth, friendship, love, all of those things. So that's kind of going to be my focus in the upcoming months and just just enjoying the ride, trying to just let go of control, yeah. not trying to figure out the outcomes because we don't know. And this, we're just right. in such a time in this world where so much is out of our control. I feel like the collective energy feels heavy and hard. Right. And so just doing what we all have to do to take care of ourselves as we navigate in an unsure space around us and trying to eliminate that within us, basically. Right, so. right, yeah. That's my plan. <laughs> yes. Well, it's going to happen. Another lesson that I learned was like, it'll happen. It may not be on your timeline, which yeah. I've always known, but especially with this apartment, I wanted it in February, but there's something about it happening now that I'm like, this was the way it was supposed to happen, you know? Yeah. And I think that's just the way it is in life, you know? Exactly. We put it out there and then we trust that when it is supposed to happen, it will happen. So, and not a moment sooner. <laughs> Right, right. That's the hard thing. That's the hard part. That's the part where I'm like, well, we can skip over that. <laughs> but yes, so we uh, we're back. Yes, back. It feels good to be on yes. the mic. One, two, uh, one literally, two. this just this just like lifted my spirits today. So I'm glad that we're back, and we're glad that you guys are listening. Yes. We're so excited for what we have coming up. 
We got new topics that we're gonna dish out. As always, uh, we're gonna have some guests again. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a party. Yes, very excited to be back and be speaking with you all. And yeah, we will see you guys on the next episode. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for coming to hang out with us. We truly, truly are thankful for every second of your time. But before you go, we'd like to ask you for a teensy weeny favor. Your support means the world to us. And if you love what we're doing enough, come show us some love and follow us on Instagram at the Undefined Good Girls Podcast. And while we're on your minds, why not go ahead and subscribe here too? We love you guys and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.